Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. I hope you are well. So, I'm just going to cut straight to it because I have realized that I have spent, often have spent a lot of time fluffing about at the start of my podcast. Um, so, today's episode is all about imposter syndrome, feeling unworthy, self-doubt, negative self-talk, and all of that beautiful things that we all have, okay? So the reason I wanted to talk about this is because it's very close to my heart because I have suffered with this my whole life. And I know so many people do because honestly, everyone suffers suffers with self-doubt. Like literally everybody because it is part of our human um, nervous system. It's part of our ego. It's part of the systems that are in our brain. We cannot physically get rid of it. And this is why I want to talk about it because we always think, you know, like that some people just don't have it some people just don't doubt themselves everyone doubts themselves okay but I wanted to go deep into explaining really what imposter syndrome is what self-doubt is where it comes from and why we suffer with it so much because I would say basically it comes from your belief systems and every single human like 99.9% of the population walk around with this belief that I'm not good enough I'm not worthy and straight out we all have this belief I believe maybe that's just a belief of mine (laughs) but it's true like genuinely and it shows up in our adulthood it shows up in so many areas of our life and we wonder why we struggle and we suffer and why we don't get the things we want and we you know we get we feel so like not good about ourselves and we beat ourselves up and we're so horrible to ourselves and this is literally why so what I really wanted to focus in on to start with um because I mean the reason I actually started talking about this is because I had a conversation with my friend and she was saying like oh like I like really struggle with imposter syndrome and feeling unworthy and like I don't know why like I don't really know why I believe like why I have these thoughts and like where does it come from so I sent her a voice note, like kind of explaining it all. And I was like, oh, like I should totally do a podcast this because a podcast about this, because number one, this is literally what I help my clients with. Um, and I've been on the, the journey myself. Um, you can probably hear my dogs because, you know, that's just a day in the life of Bridget. So let me just fix my mic. Okay. So my story with imposter syndrome self-doubt it's just honestly it's just showed up in every area of my life like every time I went I got a job for example like when I first got my first when I first got my first when I got my first dance professional dance contract my instant thought was oh I was just in the right place at the right time I was just lucky what if they made a mistake what if they made a mistake and I show up there and they're really disappointed and they fire me that is like 100% the thoughts that were in my mind every single job that I've ever gotten whether this is dance related or not I'm like oh my god they they, they made a mistake they made a mistake I'm not worthy of this I'm not deserving of this I'm not good enough end of every time I at school like I literally spent my whole you know time at school like any work I did I was like oh but it's not good enough oh it's not good enough oh like you know if I did well on something I was like oh well you know I didn't really deserve that mark it was just a fluke or you know oh I got lucky like all of these things, like, you know, when, and when something good happened to me, I was like, it's just too good to be true. Like, when's it going to, when am I going to come back to reality? When, like, when is it going to, you know, end? Like, this is just, you know, I just got lucky. 
um, all of these thoughts came up for me and I really wanted to talk about it because yeah okay so basically these imposter syndrome and self-doubt come from our childhood so we aren't technically born with with negative thoughts but when you are a child your brain is literally in this absorbent highly absorbent theta brain state because when you're a child is when you develop your beliefs about the world it's when you develop your your perception of the world when you develop your values when you develop what's right what's wrong you start categorizing things you know and when from the ages of zero so when I say you're not born with it like technically from when you're in the womb your brain is already developing um even from what you hear on the outside your mom even though you know what I mean so your brain is in this really highly absorbent state because you're learning and this is why kids are like sponges like they learn so much okay so this is like prime time so basically you get these beliefs from your parents and people are always like well what do you mean I got them from my parents like my parents did a really good job raising me like they're amazing and like trust me they did so when I told my mom this my mom was like oh my god I'm so sorry I can't believe I, I made you like feel this way your whole life like it's my fault and I was like no mom it's not your fault like it's no one's fault because truth is your parents have these beliefs too and their parents those your parents' parents have the beliefs and it's been passed on by generation by generation by generation. And it's just a, a way, the way society is that we have these beliefs. So the reason they come up is because when you're a child, you think the world revolves around you and you cannot rationalize what is going on. So you think that everything is to do with you, okay? Which is perfectly fine. It's a normal kid's brain. But it's when your so usually it comes from for example you just say you have a drawing you've done a drawing and you're like oh my god mom like look at this drawing like this is the best thing I've ever done in my life and just say your parents maybe having having an argument at, at the time or your mom's on the phone she's busy she's working she's doing something whatever mom or dad okay and they're like oh not now honey I've you know I'm doing this you know la 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 they don't really think much of it because they don't know that your parents don't know either. They don't know this whole belief system. They don't know what's going. They don't understand unless you're like a life coach. Or if you, you've learned psychology, a lot of parents don't know. So it's not their fault. You as a child then automatically assume that you were the problem. You don't realize you don't, you can't rationalize it. Oh, well, my mom's working now. She doesn't have time right now. Like, I know it's not me, um, but you know, I know she'll come back to me later. No, as a child, you do not know that. You cannot rationalize that. You can't, you know, you can't do that. So you assume, oh, it's me. I've done something wrong. I'm the problem. I don't, I don't, you know, clearly what I've done is really bad. So that's, and that, that, those kind of things happen over and over and over and over and over and over again. So your brain starts to subconsciously take in all of these thoughts these negative thoughts that it's you I'm the problem okay so many other things like when your parents are having an argument and they don't tell you about they don't really know they don't tell you specifically the argument isn't about you you just assume it's about you you when you're at school for example you know 
from the day you walk into school, it's like, oh, you have to get this result. You have to get that result. If you don't get that result, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't have that. Even when you're going, you know, when you're in the supermarket with your mom and your family and you point out, I really want this like chocolate bar. And mom's like, no, you can't have that chocolate bar. You're like, well, why can't I have it? Like, what have I done that I can't have it? You know, you think it's your fault. You don't know that it's not healthy for you. You don't know that, you know, you have no idea. And when your parents don't explain to you the reasons why you can't have certain things or, you know what I mean? And it's, again, it's not their fault, but it's because it's the way they've been brought up as well. And it's just like passed on from generation to generation. So what I'm trying to say is that really these beliefs come from your childhood. And it is so important to actually go in. This is the work that I do with my clients. I really go into their subconscious mind and pull out the beliefs they have about themselves. And I make them realize where it's showing up in their life. And we go into their childhood and it's really this inner child healing is so important because you need to go back into your childhood, okay? Figure out what happened, why you have these beliefs, where did they stem from? And then you need to go in there and heal them. You need to go in there and say, okay, I felt that way during this time of my life. Now, it doesn't have to go so deep, but just the significant moments. Go into your childhood, okay, and say, and then go in and heal from them. You know, say to yourself, like, say to your inner child, oh my gosh, I'm here now. Like, you are good enough. Like, I do hear you. I do see you. Your work is good enough. Everything about you is good enough. And continuously reliterating these thoughts in your mind. And then you, what are you going to go to go? Then what you got to go do is actually figure them out, figure out where they're showing up in your life. For example, job interviews, any work you do, you know, we all all have these negative self-talks, this negative self-talk and this imposter syndrome that's always holding us back. No matter what we do, it's always holding us back. The self-doubt, you know, we have this amazing idea and we were like, we want to do something and we're like, oh, but it's just not good enough. Oh, what if I fail? Oh, like, what if no one likes what I do? Oh, what if people judge me? Oh, what if people laugh at me? Like all of these thoughts, like now they're so valid and they, you don't need to beat yourself up for, you know, if you're probably thinking, you're probably sitting here listening to this being like, oh shit, <laughs> this is what I believe. <laughs> what am I going to do about it? Okay. Don't beat yourself up. It's just really important to acknowledge and become self-aware. Self-awareness is huge. Okay. And the way you change these beliefs is by consistently telling yourself new beliefs all the time. So I have a technique that I give my clients. It's basically like when they, because the thing is you have to be aware that when these thoughts are coming up and you have to realize like they're not actually true. They're just part of your system. They're just part of your belief system. They're just your perspective of the world. It's just a, a, consequence of your your things that have happened in your childhood they're not these beliefs aren't who you are okay imposter syndrome it's not like I'm riddled with imposter syndrome and I can't get rid of it and it's a syndrome and it's it's embedded in me for the rest of my life and that's it that's just how it goes no it's not true so when you start recognizing these beliefs in your life you're like oh shit like actually I don't have to believe this this isn't actually true Like, I'm just telling myself this. This is just my perception of the whole situation. Like, even when you go into a job interview, like, oh, like, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to get the job. Like, that's just, that's a choice. You can make the choice to think differently. Okay. Yeah, it's difficult. By all means, it's difficult because you spent your entire life thinking one way, thinking the negative. Do you know how hard it is to actually start thinking the positive and start believing it? Like, it takes time and consistent effort. 
Okay. But when you start to change these beliefs, your life literally becomes so much better. Amazing things start to happen in your life. Your manifestations become way easier because this is the whole process of manifestation, believing that you're worthy of things, believing that you're good enough. Okay. Your energy starts to shift. You start to glow. Like people, I swear to God, ever since I started doing this work and especially in the past, like four months, five months, I've been getting messages daily on Instagram being like, oh my God, you're glowing. You're glowing. And I'm like, I've completely healed my skin from, I believe anyway, this is a massive part of the work that I've done to heal my internal self. Okay. Because everyone thinks that health is just physical and it's, it's not true. It's not just what you eat. It's not just drinking water and exercising. It's, it's everything that you consume. And that includes your own self-talk. So I have found that when I started really believing in myself and really knowing that I'm, I have so much value to bring to the world that I am worthy of everything that I want, not, not for any reason other than I want it. You know, I'm not like, oh, well, I want it. I used to be like, oh, well, you know, when I have more money, then I'll be able to put my money into really good things. I'll be able to donate to charity. I'll be able to have a more eco-friendly house. La, 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 la. Yeah, there are amazing reasons, but you're still justifying why you have to have money, why you deserve money. Whereas you can deserve it. You can have it just because you want it. You know, you are deserving of everything you want just because you do. Full stop. Okay. So I realized, I started realizing that I was very valuable to this world, that people as well, like, especially as a business owner, you know, it's, it's, it's at first I was like really scared about charging my serv- charging for my services. I was petrified. I was like, oh my God, like I can't charge for this. Like, even though I've put so much work into it, like I've worked really hard, not only on myself, but on my skills, on my knowledge and my wisdom, on my business, on my Instagram. And I was like, oh no, like I can't charge for that. And I'm like, what? Like it was pure, like I don't deserve it. I don't deserve the money. I'm not good enough. I'm a fraud. What if people realize that I'm not actually good at what I do, even though I know I'm good at what I do, but I just, there was just this voice in my head that was like, no, you're not good at what you do. You need to know more. You need to do more. You need to be better. You need to, oh, one more course. Oh, one more certification. Oh, one more this. Then I'll be ready. Then I'll feel better. No, I deserve it now. I deserve to charge my services. To charge for my services because what I have to offer is so valuable. And yeah, that's what I wanted to say about that. But I hope you can sort of relate to that in some way, whether you're a business owner or not, but like, you know, maybe you have your own business. Like, you know, my friend, like she's um, a dance teacher and she's obviously self-employed. So she's a char- she has to um, charge for her services and, you know, like charge your worth, like really, really, really charge what you feel worthy of and do the work to feel worthy. If you know what I mean, do the inner work to shatter these beliefs and feel good enough. Okay, that's really important because you need to know that you are so valuable to this world, that the world needs you. The world needs everything you have to offer. The world needs your wisdom, your knowledge, your talent, your superpowers. And you have them. Okay, you know you have them. Deep down inside, you know that you're you know that you're what you have, that you have a talent, that you have a gift. Okay. You know, you know there's something in there inside of you that is just waiting to be unleashed. And yeah, that was a proper tangent, but I hope you can understand 
I think really understand where the beliefs have come from. That's probably the biggest one here. Understanding how the brain works, understanding, you know, how it's shown up in your life. And you can journal on this as well. Um, journaling is so powerful, but figuring out, you know, why don't you feel good enough? Where did it come from? Where, where, what happened in your childhood? What was there a particular phrase that you heard often? You know, where did you feel not good enough? So I'm going to kind of, you know, go a little bit vulnerable with you. But for me, um, so my mom was a single mom and she struggled for money all the time. And basically, I didn't meet my dad till I was seven years old. I think I've said this in a previous podcast, but I'll tell you again. And he wasn't around at all. I did not meet him. So basically, the beliefs and my mom, so you know, my mom struggled a lot when I was growing up for money. Um, she had me really young. I was, you know, not planned. So I actually spent my childhood subconsciously believing that I was the reason that my mom didn't have any money. I was the reason that my dad wasn't around. I assumed that he just didn't want me. I assumed that the reason that my mom had to struggle and sacrifice literally her life like she didn't have she you know she had me young so she missed out on a lot of fun in her in her 20s now obviously she never <laughs> this isn't true this isn't true my mom never said oh my god I can't believe you you know I had to pay for you to go to school and and all this kind of stuff anyway so I assumed it was me so I had this belief that I was a burden that I was a burden on my mom, my parents' life. I sucked the fun out of them. I sucked the money out of them. It was all my fault. And that was really traumatizing actually to realize and to become aware of. I was like, holy shit. Like I've been going around this with this belief that I'm a burden on my family's life. So that showed up literally everywhere. And I would self-sabotage before I'd even go into a situation or a job interview or being able to you know as a dancer being able to express my creativity or feel confident I automatically just shut myself down and be like well I'm not worthy of this oh well like no one's gonna like me anyway oh like I'm weird or I'm a burden I literally just assumed that I was a burden to this world I was broken there was something wrong with me all of these things and I had to go in and, and really deeply heal that that wound and you know it's still it's it's still a work in progress this is a lifelong journey right I'm not completely healed and I never will be but um it's coming to that self-awareness and realizing so you can you can see where the beliefs where these thoughts come up in your life um but most of these are subconscious and it's you know what like this is why I worked with my coach you know I did all this with my coach because I I could not have done this on my own I could not have gone into my subconscious mind myself and done it myself absolutely couldn't have so this is the work I did with my coach and it's very powerful and I feel very grateful for doing this work and because now I can pass it on to my clients and I think that's so beautiful um and then you know I can change their lives and then in terms of that like often when I notice when my clients start to change like the people around them change as well the people around them start to rub off their infectious energy and their their glow and their you know they start becoming more aware and 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 they feel good about themselves and then other people start getting interested and being like, well, what, what, what are you doing? Why are you, why do you feel so good? I don't, I don't, why are you, you know, all of these amazing things are happening. Like, how are you doing that? And they're like, it's just my beliefs. And I'm like, mm -hmm. 
so really it's it's the it's a really beautiful journey to pass this on to others um and I feel really grateful for that but um yeah so uh, I guess just quickly I want to touch on how my internal world started to heal so my skin started to glow my spots disappeared because I wasn't being so hard on myself I wasn't beating myself up all the time um I actually got my period back I think that was a very very huge part of getting my period back just being kinder to myself um and healing from these beliefs and these wounds and this trauma because what happens is the beliefs actually get stuck in your physical body not the beliefs but the the negative thoughts uh, your thoughts create emotions so when you're thinking negatively you your body goes into your nervous system response your nervous system responds as stress okay because your mind doesn't know actually the different doesn't know it can't see your mind can't physically see so it doesn't know what's real or not so when you start talking negative to yourself right it, your your mind your body goes into stress because it thinks it's in danger because you're being so mean on yourself and your body you know it's it's like it just thinks it's in danger and the more hard on yourself you are your body's going to respond with stress and if you continuously are beating yourself up being really hard on yourself that creates a lot of frustration it can create anger it can create fear it can create um all of these like you know negative quote-unquote emotions I don't think any emotion is negative but you get what I mean and these thoughts and these emotions if you continuously suppress them okay then they will get stuck in your physical body and then manifest they manifest into physical ailments so often you know a lot of people say oh my gosh I've been so stressed lately I'm so run down you know something I'll ask my clients well what's your what's your self-talk been like how have you been speaking to yourself oh well I've been really feeling shit and I've been beating myself up for feeling like shit and like you know I've just been really hard on myself and I've been like what the hell is wrong with me why like why do I feel like this and I'm like the reason you're sick is because you've been horrible to yourself (laughs) you know um and amazing seriously amazing things can happen when you start being kinder to yourself filling yourself up with love actually doing the work and spending time on your affirmations spending time on changing these beliefs um doing the technique actually oh yeah I was meant to tell you the technique so basically when a thought comes up when a negative thought comes up you go stop no way stop 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 absolutely not I do not want to believe this anymore no way no way not doing this anymore not doing this to myself I'm worth more than this and then changing the belief what what would you prefer to believe what's true here what's actually true and it might be difficult to be like what's true I don't know what's true honestly like this is the power of working with a coach they they do really really help you um they do help you navigate through this and make your life so much more enjoyable so much happier so much calmer so much more stress-free um so much more positive and all in all it's like a ripple effect once it, it really is just going in and, and healing the belief of I'm not worthy I'm not good enough and, and it's that it's that it's that simple but complicated <laughs> anyway I do hope this makes sense if you have any questions please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram my name is blissful Bridget if you don't know, I'm sure you know, I'm sure you've been following me for a while if you've been listening to this podcast. Um, But yeah, that's all I wanted to say. So I'll see you in the next one. Bye.